Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. They also have yearly discounted rates. I am a client of Overlord Services, and I do have to say that not only are their services excellent, but they're really nice people. They post up my episodes multiple times per day for all of my shows without fail. And the communication that they have is second to none. I would greatly recommend that you try them out. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlord svcs. Again, that's coffee.com slash overlord services and click on shop below. When you purchase their services... Let them know Derek sent you. season fellas it's going by pretty quickly yeah I like that I like that a lot I wish the uh, last two seasons of Oz felt this way no shit's felt long right it felt like Oz took like a year to get through one season and this feels like it's taking like two or three weeks but probably has because we do two episodes per now thanks to again Oz so if y'all are wondering if we like the last two seasons of Oz just know we changed the rules of our podcast just to never have to deal with that motherfucker again correct couldn't do it ever again and then we did Playmakers and never ever again (laughs) so here we are welcome to another one I'm Derek that's Brandon that's Scar Brandon how are you feeling today Terrific. Wonderful. I saw WrestleMania. I gotta give it up to Scar for choosing this show. It's so great. I love how you snidely, passively, aggressively say that I suck. I love how that happens. You're like, I I want to eat. I do pick good movies. That's true. But you pick bad TV shows. No, look, look, look. So the next TV show I'm doing, I guarantee you the next three I have on deck are all bangers. It's just I didn't remember Oz past the third season. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happened. And I got HBO Max and guess what was there? Oz. So decisions were made. Scar, how are you doing? I'm good, but I'm, um, you know, I start uh, I start a podcast and then all of a sudden I get a whole bunch of messages. Um, it's like I sat here for, you know, since I got off work and nothing has happened. And then right when I'm about to record, shit happens. You know what's happening to me now? And it's weird. Um, I have a Samsung phone, so I have a lot of Google stuff. I have Google Drive and uh, Google uh, Photos and all that kind of stuff. And something that's been happening to me on my phone, and it never shows up in the actual thing, which is good, but you know how you get spam emails? I'm starting to get spam notes, like invisible notes that they're saying are being sent to my drive, but I know they're not. And it's weird. I don't like it. Okay. If we would have done this show and just did HBO shows, like let's say we had stuck to that, could we have had a podcast past like three shows? No, because there's no way in hell I'm doing sex in the city. Because there's what? Oz, Game of Thrones, I don't The Wire. I I, do we have to do Game of Thrones? Is that on the list? No, I'm saying if we if we had stuck to just doing HBO shows from the beginning. Good, because I can't. The Wire, Oz, Game of Thrones. What else? What's, what's that? Boardwalk Empire? Wasn't that HBO? Never seen it. Me neither. I've never seen that either. Um, what else? Veep? Can you revo- can you record review Veep? You can. It's a comedy, but 
Um, I think it was day to day, but I don't know if it will review well. Same for like, that's like doing The West Wing, which is a really good show. I remember people, someone asked us if we just going to do HBO shows. And I just thought about that today. It's like, could we have actually done a podcast besides past three or four shows? Nope. We would have never been able to do Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad or uh, Transformers. What? Okay, that last one was, you know, just throwing something out there to see if you're listening. I'm not doing Transformers. I don't know about Scar. But I ain't doing Transformers. It's okay. Everybody has their breaking point. So, this oh, episode... Euphoria show. Isn't that HBO? I'm not doing Euphoria. Ever. That second season. Mm-mm. So, this episode was I'm called... I'm, I like Raised by Wolves. It's alright. It's pretty That's cool. HBO show? Yep. Raised by Wolves. Oh, Watchmen. We could have done that as the intermediate season, True Detective. Actually, we could have done a podcast like that. Did anybody watch True Detective after the first season? You're chatty. I didn't watch the first season. I didn't. I I watched the first season, and then the second one had um, what's the dude's name from um Luke Luke Cage and 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 Moonlight, Masharat oh, Ali. Ali. Yeah, he was in the second one, but I by then I was just like, I'm tired. I'm tired. I can't do any more of this detectiving stuff. I don't know why, but for me, like a lot of police shows are just boring. But you like The Wire. The Wire was different. A lot of these other police shows, they're not the, I mean, they're not even close to The Wire. First of all, The Wire goes down the top five shows of all time. Um, Secondly, a lot of these shows that are on TV have absolutely no interest in telling the story from other sides or portraying the cops as anything but the best people in the world. Hold and on. I can't uh, fuck with that. What TV show ever portrays cops as good people? This has always been my thing, where people are like, the me- like the media cops influences people, which is true. Cops. Like, you- yeah, to start... Cops. Cops. Cops is not a TV show. It, it was unquote. a TV show. That was that was must see. That was literally primetime TV on Fox for a long time. When I watch Law and <laughs> Order, the cops are trash. When I watch any any show, it's like here go these bad cops. Really? Because when I watch NCIS with Nisha, that's not the name of the show. My wife's name is Nisha's. <laughs> that would be wild. But. They're all just the most upstanding motherfuckers in the world and all that kind of stuff. And even the folks in Law and Order, they might have issues, whatever, but they're still better than the people that they're out there getting. And I don't know. And then there's that like Chicago PD and Blue Bloods and there's all these cop shows. Like just because, you know, one that may not stand out as cops being good people doesn't mean that that's the that's the rule. That's the exception. But the shows be about cops. But the shows be about cops, but if you watch the shows, it's always like internal so, affairs, investigations. So cops you're telling planning. me you've you've watched all of them? I watch a lot of cop shows. For <laughs> some reason, I believe that I watch a lot of cop shows, and I've always it's always fascinated me because one of the things I always say is how do white people have such a pleasant view of the cops when all the shows that they watch make the cops seem so shitty? Like that's what I used to say. I used to say that. Like, the only show I could think of, that? other than other than um, Law and Order, SVU, that because the other ones, no. Um, the only Even one I could Batman. think of, the Batman only one I could like, think of past Law and Order that made the cops look bad was The Shield. Even Batman. Batman's like all the cops are terrible except Gordon. That's the show. That's the that's the whole point of the show. But Every they did that. In the, shield, they, though, in the shield, the only good cop is the black lady. But they did that on on uh, Gotham to make sure that you knew how upstanding Jim Gordon was, and he was a piece of shit. So everybody in that town was a crook, except for Batman. They're not the Law and Order. Batman is. <laughs> yeah. So Batman is an upstanding motherfucker. He's the cop. He is the top cop. That's true. 
I've never seen the shield, but I heard that was good. We'll get to it. I'm sure that's on Scar's list. Um, yeah, but the, the problem is finding the shield. Really, it's on Hulu. It, it, it is on Hulu again because I know at one point I couldn't find it on. No, it's on Hulu. I'm pretty certain. And if it's not, I'll find it. What did it come on originally? FX. FX. Oh, FX. So Hulu's the FX station. Yes. So it, it should. Yeah, I, I saw Hulu right now. Yeah, I thought so. I thought I had it favored it because I knew that eventually, Scar, you'd say that's the, the show you wanted to watch. Look at I that. It's got ninety percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I would. I would like rather. I would. I would watch that five times over watching The Wire once. <laughs> well, guess what you're not gonna do, and guess which one you are gonna do. <laughs> I love Scar's hate of The Wire. It's so funny. Don't so, hate it. I just don't fella, love it. Like I, just, I don't. I don't hate the wire. I just don't love it. Don't be tapping your fucking watch when you kept when you carried on this long ass aside fucking conversation. What? And no, I didn't. Brandon added me at the end. Come Brandon on. carried on this long ass conversation. I've been trying to get him to stop, and he's just naming off cops and HBO shows he wants to watch and all this kind of shit. Okay, fine. You're going to rush me on my damn show. I'm one-third of the show. Okay, you do one-third of the work. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do the recap. No. I'm the one that helped you with the damn recap. (laughs) No. (laughs) Officer. (laughs) So. I saved you time. You should be thanking me. I really shouldn't. Because... Getting a good recap of this show that's not done by me is really fucking hard. I see, I see what you did there. Yeah, I'm telling you that I'm really fucking good at doing recaps, and they're really fucking not. So, that doesn't even count as a humble brag. That was just kind of a brag. <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. Like, if y'all read some of these ones that I've seen, I'll send you the link to one of the ones that I looked at. I'm good. I it's never literally show notes. no, no. Fuck you. I'm putting in the chat. <laughs> fuck both of you. That doesn't mean I gotta watch it. Are you we... don't have to watch shit. But the the they literally put the shit out of order. So they put stuff that happened at the beginning, like halfway through the synopsis, and it makes no sense. That sounds like a review. Are they are they doing the are they doing the recaps based off of each character? No, it's a synopsis, like a step by step plot synopsis. And it's horribly bad. And then I went to the wiki page for um, for this episode. And they literally had the nerve, the unmitigated gall, to copy and paste this same synopsis and put it onto the <laughs> wiki page. What's the laziest shit in the world? And I know Brandon would applaud like, yeah, that's the way to do it. But this don't this work. This is why you're working too hard. Working too hard, man. Mm. So we got listeners. What up, Joe? What up, Ashanti? We got listeners who are literally watching the episode to listen to our recap of the episode and get our thoughts. So if I do something that's out of order, I'm fucking over the listeners and my show, and I'm not doing that. So you got smart listeners. Let's get it. So. Starts off with, oh, the episode's name is Ipsa Sienta Potestis Est. Scar, I know you already looked. What the fuck does that mean? I haven't looked. I was trying to get, like, I was trying to get these notifications to stop while I was. Uh, like, I know I what it is. It's knowledge itself is power. It's a quote from Sir Francis Bacon. Yeah, all, all of this stuff is uh, yes. Sir Francis Bacon. You, you did say that earlier. Also, I do want to say this. Today, it stuck out to me how much Dr. Leakey looks like an old version of Jim Carrey. Yes, that is accurate. He looks like, uh, what was his name when he was the Fire, Mar- Fire Marshal Bill? Yeah, he looks like Fire Marshal Bill. He does. Let me show you something. <laughs> so Rachel's apartment is splattered with blood everywhere, and investigators and Dr. Bill <laughs> examine it. And uh, Rachel arrives, and she wants to see Daniel's body, and... Fire Marshal Bill's like, Rachel, you don't need to see this. I don't need to show you something. And Rachel's like, I demanded to see it. Now move. That's gangster as fuck. Rachel's hella gangster. I mean, I don't like her, but I respect her gangster. 
Um, and she goes and looks at his body, and they all recognize this as the work of Helena. And Leaky tries again, and he's like, I'm sorry, Rachel. Daniel was a very loyal man. And Rachel's like, to you? Exactly. <laughs> and Leaky is still on his uh on his I'm trying to be nice shit and he's like there was a kinder gentler way Rachel this is all the result of your heavy handed tactics and she's like trust me Aldis I've only just begun why is she so weird she's gangster she ain't weird she hard as fuck um she kind of explains it a little bit like I mean, what do you do when you've known your whole life that this is that that this is a thing? They go into it a little bit later, especially in the last season, where like she she really knows about all of this as a little kid. Yeah, she's honestly in in regards to this whole thing, she's on some whole I'm not black, I'm OJ type shit. <laughs> yes, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them. I'm one of me. These. This is a not my. As Scar would say, this is a not my niggas moment. Like yes. the rest of them clones and me, we're not built alike. We're, we're built alike. We're built completely alike. But nah, these are not my niggas for real. I run this shit. Go do what I tell you to do. And uh, we go back to uh, Kira and Cal who are in the camper. Laughing and talking, you know, whatever they're they're doing shit. The big takeaway from this scene, though, in my opinion, was a hidden drawer the cow had with multiple licenses, wallets, a gun, and a stack of cash in it. And they go to get socks because she has wet socks. I have wet socks. You're in a camper in the middle of the woods, lady. Suck it up. Remember what he said, though. And this the the thing about the thing that he uh he created was taken over by the military and they kind of pushed him out like they that comes that comes back later but not on the actual tv show mm. it comes back on the it there it comes back on the podcast so we find out that Daniel was Rachel's monitor, but now he's dead. So she wants Paul to be her monitor. And she tells him, I've been self-aware about the monitoring since I was a child. Like, this ain't nothing to me. But since I'm a clone, you know, I'm not exempted from the program. I just enjoy a unique vantage. Uh, uh, a privilege, if you will. Her is hair weird. is white. She has white privilege. <laughs> why does she have a, why does she need a monitor? Because she's she still, a clone. She, she still, she still had to get the medical stuff done. Yep. She said uh, all of that stuff that still counts for her. It's just she's just aware of it all. Yeah, she's just better than them. That's all. Those are not her niggas. Yes. I'm so not the black. One clone, the one clone that died that Kasim has been looking at, she didn't know she was a clone the nope. whole time. Nope. No. Oh, okay. No. They brought her in, they backed her, they gave her experimental treatment that didn't work. Yep, so then they could keep experimenting on the clone without her knowing she was a clone. And that's, yeah, she came in there looking bouncy and happy. She left out like, I'm a dot. Like, <laughs> the fuck was the nigga's name on New Jack City? Help me, I'm gonna die. God, Scotty. Help me, Scotty, I'm gonna die. I still think it's fucked up that they left the fact that he didn't actually stab his fucking hand in the sh- in the movie. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, and I'm gonna keep that video forever. I'm just shocked that nobody else noticed it until what I happened? fucking did. On New Jack City, when they showed a fake ass hand, <laughs> when Christopher Williams got stabbed through the paw. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. It, in in the movie, clearly he did not get stabbed in his hand at all. They didn't cut it to where it's like it was right above his hand or anything. They show his hand on the fucking table and his hand is perfectly fucking fine. Uh, the knife is next to his hand and then ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Yeah, they left that take they left the wrong take in there. So Leaky uh tells Paul, This is how you're supposed to do it, Christopher Williams. That's that's what they probably said. This is how you're supposed to do it. And the tape was still running and they forgot to fucking stop the film. Uh, Leaky tells Paul that Rachel needs a full-time personal security 
and that he, Paul, will submit data to Leaky about her. And Rachel's like, this is a big promotion for you. And Paul's like, because that's all Paul really says. He's silent and brooding when he's around Rachel. And then we go back to uh, the farm, the Johansson farm. I don't have a good read on him. I don't like him. And so we go back to the Johansson farm, and um, I think I think Paul Paul is always in self preservation mode. Like he cares about Sarah, but he's he's always looking out for himself. So when they're having that conversation with him, it was just like, "Are you are you giving me a choice? Or are you making sure that I know that I don't have a choice?" Like, because he know they still got something on him. So he's in self-preservation mode. So. Back at Dyad, not at the farm. Um, Delphine came to Cosima and tells her that she got some results of stem cell experiments that look compatible with Cosima, but they're meant for Dr. Leakey. Um, but they were sent to Delphine by mistake. And uh, earlier in the. Um, earlier in the show. Um, we find out that, you know, Kasima's getting sick and she doesn't know why and things of that nature. And, and Dr. Leakey, a few episodes back, have been talking about how they had been taking, uh, trying to get stem cells from baby teeth. Um, so. And they, somehow, and they talk about, he talks about it with Rachel. When Rachel says she wants to shut all this shit down and she wants to make, uh, she wants to make Sarah basically bow down she mm-hmm. said and, and he starts talking about the stem cells and she says yeah but she ain't gonna get that until sarah does what we want her to do yeah yeah no um and then, and i thought dr. that happened later on no and then that's when dr leaky is probably the one who got that information leaked to them so that they knew yeah. it existed yes because he's not on their side on this he, he's not on rachel's side on this he's on yeah. theirs and i think delphine is on Kasima's side at this point. Yeah, she's in love. I, I think she's fully on Kasima's side. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't trust her. We know. I trust you. Oh, and we know why you don't trust Delphine. Why don't I trust Delphine, Brandon? You no know why. The listeners know why. Why don't I trust Delphine, Brandon? Because she's a yellow T-shirt. It's not because she's a whitey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so grateful that you remember my passwords. <laughs> but no, it's not that. It's just she fucked her over once before. I don't give folks a chance to fuck me over more than once. That's all. I think it was she She initially was there to fuck her over. And then she kind of fell for her. and Because she like, got oh. fucked over. <laughs> remember? Kasima was like, I can tell you've never been with a woman before. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that did hurt I, think, her feelings. I think she's on. I think she's on the. She's on. She's on team clone. She's a, she's in the clone club right right now. But like you know, she can only deal with what she can. She can only get to what she has in her grasp. Mm-hmm. So for right now, the only thing that she has in her grasp is Cosima. So it's like, okay, so I'm just gonna try to keep her close to me until I can figure out a way to try to help her more than what I'm doing. So. Uh, we find out that the um, medication is like leaky kind of leaked it. So we're going to go find it and find out what's going on. And then we find out that Sarah and Helena are crashing at Felix's place. And Felix is not like that at all. Um, Helena. <laughs> Felix walks she, past Helena and she hisses at him like a cat. When she hissed at him, and then when he jumped, the smile on her face it was so hilarious. She tried to she she tried to play coy and tried to hide her face, but like the the smile on her face was hilarious. Mm-hmm. So Sarah tells her to knock it off and explains to Helena that Felix is her brother, and she's that Felix is Sarah's brother, and Sarah is Helena's sister. So Felix is one of the sisters, okay? And and she respond she refers to him as brother Sestra this whole time the rest mm-hmm. of the time going brother forward Sestra. like okay okay so Sarah asked Felix she to don't take know him. how to say brother in her own language I'm pretty sure That's she right does but it's probably it's probably a lot longer of a word kind of like how she said the the, the niece word it's was like <laughs> it's like it's like it was a lot of it was it's like a lot, of, a lot of consonants and shit. You know, brother, what I mean? 
brother of Ukrainian is Brett. Okay. Very simple. Sestra. So and Brett. The, the brother. So, so, so functified. I think that was her best song. Um, now I like the one with her and Biggie. I really like that song. Which one was the one with her and Biggie? I don't think I heard that it's called, one. It's called the B side. I think it's called the B side. Maybe that's why I haven't heard it. I never got into her albums. I just you who are y'all talking about? The the, the brother. <laughs> oh, the Brett. <laughs> no, the Brett's best song is the song with Tyrese. No, that's the best video though. What's that your, was, what's okay, that's that's the what do you like song, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the best. That's the best. What video. you like? A whole lot of. That's when dudes were like, "Is she or isn't she?" And then she was like, "I am," and they're like, "Oh." No, she never actually came out. She never officially came out the closet until like that when her when her lover bought her that uh, that car for her birthday, and she had to put that shit on her Instagram. Mm. That's when she officially came out the closet. I mean. I think everybody suspected, <laughs> except for the niggas who were like, "Look at her in this one video, where she's not wearing baggy jeans and a turnaround hat and a triple XL shirt." But there was there was a there was a relationship between her and Allen Iverson back in the day for a while. That makes sense. What really? No. Yes, yes that was the thing that very much. Oh, I thought you meant really doesn't make sense. That's no, fascinating. It, no, it was really no, it was really a thing. And he huh. was married. He was married at the time too. But like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, once she came out, he could probably be like, "See, baby, I told you it wasn't nothing." <laughs> That's interesting. So, anywho, I tried. I failed. It's all right. Um. Felix is like, I have a date uh, about to pop off, so I'm going to need to uh, figure out what to do with this one right here. And um, so he takes her to Art's house and uh, tells her to behave herself and not murder anybody. Also, Kira's calling Cal Daddy, which is really fucking weird. Um, Art pats down Kira and handcuffs her to the table while she makes pig noises at him and says he sleeps with pigs. And Felix is like, that's my uh, that's my cue to go. Go ahead and persuade her with food. You know, break her down with some food. And so he's talking to her and she ain't saying shit. Um, yeah, it's like, why didn't you start with the food? He told you the food is how you get it done. Mm-hmm. Did he give her sardines? Yep. And, and pork put, and beans. And she put <laughs> and she put fucking mustard on them shits immediately. Sardines. Hey, and pork and beans. That's why he locked that's why she locked his ass up because he gave her fucking sardines. I mean, I wouldn't Gosh, give her the no, whole she, can of sardines while she locked up because we see what happens. Sardines. I could have gave her some good Decent food. Gave her some fucking sardines. I mean, the nigga had sardines in his house, which meant he thought they were it was decent food. From his chair dancing, I don't think Rashani can dance. Rashani can dance. <laughs> Rashani just can't dance in a chair while saying sardines and pork and beans, which really I can't remember the beat past dun That's Magoo's it's, best. It's just it was just it's just typical Magoo. No, the original the original song is is Chuck. What are we talking about here? No, what? Magoo and Timberland. Magoo and Timberland. Yeah, they did do it. Yeah, you didn't know that. Why yeah. the fuck would I know what Magoo did? <laughs> this is best song. Timberland and Magoo. When the clo- I think it's called Clock Strikes or something. Yeah, like it was that. it was with the with the Night Rider sample. Yeah, with Night Rider. We did Night Rider beat. It's dope. Mm-hmm. It's the Magoo's best song. It's not saying much, Brandon. (laughs) So, back at the farm. (laughs) This is fucked up. Enric and and Bonnie discuss how Gracie won't confess to killing Helena and how she's clinging to the old ways and they're like, we don't like it. How, Sway? So, they go to, they unlock a room 
And I'm like, okay, they grounded her at first. I'm like, okay, they grounded her, whatever. And she's got her back to him. And they're like, are you ready to talk now? And obviously fucking not because you sewed her lips shut. I did not remember that until right when they were getting ready to unlock that door. I was like, oh, shit. They're talking about her not talking. How the fuck is she supposed to talk? You sewed her fucking lips shut. And then Bonnie is like, she can rot in here. And I'm like, that's not a parenting idea. And Gracie's looking at them like she wants to smother both of them with a pillow. And I'm just like, okay, but this time make sure you double tap. Exactly. Like, I don't understand why niggas don't understand double tapping. Both her and Sarah did not know how to read a fucking pulse. Right? (laughs) Niggas double tap all the time in Call of Duty. You won't double tap in real life. If either of them knew how to read a pulse, they would know that the person was not dead and they probably could have done something else or done something (laughs) more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, Rachel, after seeing that Dane was dead, uh, was doing some investigation and realized that the tape of her as a child was in the tape, uh, the VCR. Remember those VCRs? Remember when they did one that was a VCR slash DVD player and you're supposed to be able to put the DVD in there and then record it with the VCR? Like, why the fuck would you do that? You want to cheat? You want to be cheap? No, why the fuck would you go backwards, fam? You could barely, by the end of the cycle of the, the VCR-DVD combo set, you could barely even buy a video cassette. Yeah, but the but the biggest problem, especially in the early days, was like a lot of DVDs were in widescreen and the TVs were not, and it was mm. just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Niggas were mad, man. You had to use your pan and scan feature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I hate me. So... Rachel tells Paul that even though he reports to Jim Carrey, he works for her. And Paul's like... And Rachel tells him that she's known Dr. Leakey her entire life. Uh, He even took her in when her parents died. But now, as the head of Dyad, she surpassed him. And she's like, I need you to make some difficult choices. And... No, no, no. She didn't say as the head of Dyad, she surpassed him. She is... She is on the team that is above diet. Yes. So like so so yeah, you can be you can be cool with your little diet. I'm above you. And so she also suspects that Cal is Kira's dad. So she gives Paul Daniel's gun, the one that was used to kill the cop, and said there's difficult choices for him to make. And Paul's like Okay. Because, you know, she also he also gave her the intel on Cal. Like, he's a snitch. Um, we go back to Art's house where he's trying to interrogate Helena. Helena's looking at Nemo um, in the fish tank. And she's like, um, damn, I'm trying to remember what that little girl was saying in the fishy, 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 fishy. What the little girl was saying in the fucking, um, I want a piranha. They're from the Amazon. That's what Helena looked like in that scene. When she was staring at the fish like that. They were probably like, play dead, float, float, float. Bubbles, bubbles, Nah, she looked like evil Willow. She looked like bored now. Like she was about to do something. Who's Willow? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. When Willow goes evil. And she goes, she goes. Please don't put that on the list, Scar. No, uh-uh. Because it's, it's. It's too old, like it's too old. It's 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 not worth it's not worth trying to watch that, and like doing a real critique of it at this point because it's just too old. But we did get word that they're making a new Orphan Black. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that at the end. Start next season. So Helena refused to answer any questions, and Art's asking about Maggie Chan and and hey hey hey, what Maggie do to you? How do you know her? And she ain't saying shit until he's like, all right, I'm going to make me a grilled cheese sandwich. And why didn't you start there, my nigga? That's shit, exactly, Negro, that's, exactly that's all you said. had to say. What? Right. And he said, if, look, when my man left, he said, food is how you going to get through to her. And then he, <laughs> he decided to do all of this questioning for no fucking reason and didn't start with the food. And then that nigga said, I'm going to make you a grilled, I'm going to make me a grilled cheese, Sammy. And he was, she was like, hmm? Art is by the books. 
you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. He doesn't have to be by the books. First of all, this he's is suspended, off the books. and this is off he's the books. Suspended. Exactly. They say he got nothing to do with work at this point, nigga. For all we know, he could have kicked her chair off from underneath her and dropped a hot, hot uh, grilled cheese Sammy on her face. Nobody would have known. Fair game. Right now it is. Fair game. Mm-hmm. So, Mark brings milk to Gracie and apologizes that he can't get her out of her lip lock situation. <laughs> you know, you know, you know that, that, that fucking milk is probably unpasteurized. Right. Right. <laughs> And he tells her about how she, how he has to find Helena because she has to carry the child and tells her to confess that something happened because that heals all. And Gracie looks away from him because, you know, the lip thing. And then Mark kisses her. And I really thought Gracie was like 14. I'm pretty sure she is that young. Somewhere around there. Mark looks like he's like 19, 20. Um, I can't say what I what I what I I can't say it. That shit was weird to me. And she looks at him and he giggles and says it doesn't matter to him what she did. And then he leaves and takes the milk with him, which is like fucked up. <laughs> like you gave her a sip. You no. forced her to open her lips that have been sewn shut. And put- <laughs> I, think, I I don't we don't know if he was allowed to actually bring her. He wasn't milk. allowed to bring it to her, but so, she he could have so let her he, get more than one sip. He could I mean she turned away from him when he tried to convince turned her. Turned to- away. See, this is what stretches the episode time. Turned away from your love. Hey, Brandon, before I get back into making y'all hurry up on the episode, hit me off with a good um, Christopher Williams, Chucky Booker. No. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Scar, you know what I'm talking about? You're talking about because I'm old enough to know what you're talking about. In the 80s, <laughs> Brandon, everybody had a nay. Out of what? That's what it was called. The Nau. The Nau. Look, the <laughs> uh, boys to men. Their version of "Can You Stand the Rain" has a Nau as the background through the whole fucking song. Mm-hmm. Nau on a perfect day. Nau. The, the, the whole song. You never noticed the Nau in eighties R and B, Brandon? I don't know where the Nau is. It's when the singer literally, like, it's the breakdown point or the end of the song when they're repeating the song over and over again. So on the song by Chucky Booker, Turned Away, there's a part where he goes, Nau, while Turned Away plays in the background over and over again. And he holds the ooh as long as possible. Uh-huh. And, and um, I'm dreaming. Mm-hmm. Don't wake me. I'm dreaming. I got this one. <clears throat> Nau. Uh, there's a there's a what you call it? Um, I think Kevin on stage did a Nau uh, video about all of the Nau's in the in the R and B songs. Damn, I feel like I'm on the South Park with the Simpsons did it already. Every time I come up yeah, with a good yeah. thing, yeah, Kevin on stage did this five years ago. I'm looking Damn. at the video right now. Damn, send me the link. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, so we just know that Art was offering or was going to offer Helena a grilled cheese sandwich, but nope, she's eating a snack with sardines and mustard and, and, and dry top ramen and, um, <laughs> she eating the ramen straight too. Like <laughs> she, no chaser. She didn't crunch it up and sprinkle the seasoning over the top. Like we used to do back in the eighth grade or yeah. none of that. She eat that bitch like a cookie. Like what? Yes. <laughs> She eating that shit like a Rice Krispie treat, my nigga. <laughs> oh, that's what she was eating? Yes, that was Top Ramen. And if she could, if she was a little bit shorter, her legs would have been swinging. <laughs> Why does Art have all this broke nigga food? Because he's a bachelor. He's no, he's a he's a he's a single father. So like, he you gotta have Top Ramen and shit like that for he when got he a good job. When your kid comes up, does he? he what I found out from the wire is that cops don't get paid shit. No, because cop, cops usually get more money from like overtime. the overtime. Yeah, he's not if, a cop, he's a detective. 
They still don't get paid shit. Cops don't get cops of of all levels don't get paid a whole lot unless they're like in charge in charge. Mm hmm. And you know what? Art's not in charge. You know who is in charge? Charles. Just go to the next thing without singing the fucking song. Oh, I'm not going to sing it. Fuck that shit. But she was eating that block like it was an unbroken Kit Kat. And that just did not sit right with my soul. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> she, would, <laughs> she would be the perfect person to try to make some swole, too. And then have the nerd to turn around and be like, my favorite part of this is the fucking powdered donuts that I ate first like a six-year-old at a fucking buffet. You know what the problem is with going to a buffet with your six-year-old is convincing them they cannot eat ice cream and cake first. Exactly. Forcing them to eat the rest of the food before they get to that. Like, nigga, if you don't sit down and eat yeah. these good greens. Yeah, you got to, whenever you go to a buffet with a little kid, you have to sit in the area away from the dessert area. So they can't and, see it. So they can't see it. And you have <laughs> to pretty much keep them away from there until, like, okay, after you have a plate or two, then we can go to the dessert area. But and you, you have to escort them. When yes. they get their refills, like a parent, that's why they have a sign that says parents have to be with your kid if they're 10 or under because they will run to Golden Corral now has a chocolate fountain. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> if you lead them, if you lead them, niggas on you notice because there's a Golden Corral around the corner from my house. And I saw a little kid literally take their hands, rub them together and dunk them into yes. the chocolate fountain Absolutely. and then lift their hands and dunk it back in there again exactly. and they had to shut the whole fucking thing off and you will have to you will have your child will come back with a whole bunch of random shit with 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 fucking chocolate all over the fucking plate because they have no idea that you're just supposed to like put it in there for a little bit let it drip a little bit then put it on your plate nope mm-hmm. they don't know all that they, <laughs> they don't know all that they're gonna dip it in there and then they're gonna put it on the plate and they're gonna put as much stuff as they can in the chocolate fountain because for a child the chocolate fucking fountain it's is magic on earth. <laughs> earth the chocolate just keeps coming mom once they see the chocolate fountain the ice cream machine needs nothing but you know what they still gonna fuck with the ice cream and when their older sibling shows them that if you get a cup like fuck that cone look get one of them cups right. and fill that fucker up exactly man don't take and look you got you got to be you got to be with your child the whole step of the way if y'all go to a place like sweet frog all the sweet frogs around here close but if you go to a place like sweet frog like you have to be with your child the whole fucking step of the way or it's gonna be big you gotta be strong you gotta be faster they're gonna put all the fucking gummies and candy all in the fucking ice cream and by the time they sit down they're gonna be mad because it's hard as a bitch because the fucking ice cream has frozen the fucking gummy worms so they just sitting there picking gummy worms out of it and shit you know what else you gotta watch your kids at the fucking frozen yogurt shop you turn around and they get frozen yogurt and they put oh oh and then all of a sudden your shit go from costing seven bucks to costing 24 bucks for one fucking thing of frozen yogurt you better get the fuck out of my face because it's by weight Mm -hmm. and they know what they're doing yep because that's why they put the the yogurt on one side (laughs) and then they put all the toppings on the side that's out your fucking peripheral vision (laughs) exactly <sighs> Would you like to sample this? Kids don't want to sample. They know what the fuck they want. <laughs> I want all the candy. All, all this. <laughs> Every time I come in the Froyo place, you in the Froyo place, eating up all the candy. They don't want no nuts. They don't want. No, they don't want nothing else. All they want is the candy. And get shit that don't work. Like, why the fuck are you putting Skittles on top of non-fat frozen yogurt, my nigga? Like, exactly. <laughs> I got a picture. I got a picture of me and Pooh Bear went to one of those places, and she got fucking gummy worms and fucking gummy bears and fucking um, what's the fucking the, the sour joints? What are they called? Uh, uh, sour Patch Kids. Yeah, Sour Patch Kids, all in the fucking shit. And I took a picture of her because she is in heaven. She is in the she is in the place that she needs to be that day. <laughs> and she is happy. Happy as possible. I've never seen my child that happy. Except for when she had all that shit on her fucking mm. <laughs> frozen yogurt. And then you figure out you gotta bring a napkin with you to sit that shit to the side and your yogurt fucking melts because they don't give a fuck about that shit. So it's ruined. 
Man. Okay, so... <clears throat> Yeah, she tells Art, now that she's happy off the food, she tells Art that the nuns who raised her called her a monster and will lock her in the cellar. So she blinded her with her bare fucking hands. And I'm like, mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I, I understand. And she also mentioned the swan man and said he played God. And, you know, we know that that might be something about, like, Lita and Swan Project, but, you know, Art doesn't know anything. And Art wants Helena to take him to Maggie's locker, but Helena's like, hey, she literally hit him up the way we bay hit up the cops. Like, hey, man, you get me one more of these pit beasts with an orange soda? <laughs> I'll confess to, like, seven more murders. She was like, hey, Art, these powdered donuts right here? We eat those. <laughs> so we we slide back over to Felix's spot where the bop of all bops is playing. Y'all need to bow down to the whiteness that is Tears for Fears uh, head over heels. Because Felix is out there getting it in like uh, Allison was when she was cleaning up his spot. She He got satin sheets that are like burgundy. And putting on clothing options and pulling out booze and all that. And the, there's a knock at the door and he goes over there and it's Colin, the coroner. And Colin's like, um, yo, man, last time I saw you, the cops was all up in your spot. And, you know, Felix is like, hey, don't worry about that. The whole cop thing is blown over. And they start to, you know, get intimate and they're about to get it in like, <laughs> Colin has literally just grabbed the lube and poured a big ass glob in his hand. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like he's he's he Birdman hand rubs the lube, dog. Right? He he rubbed up like he was doing a fucking like he was about to do an operation. Like I'm not sure if that was for his dick or if he was about to fist the nah, fuck nigga, out of Felix. Nah, that dick was about to fist something. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he was about to fist something. He Birdman hand rubbed the fuck out of that lube, dog. I call this move the Toronto Thunder. <laughs> So as he as they're about to get it in, you know, the cops show up and give Felix a search warrant. And Colin's like, fuck, again? And so Sarah walks up just as they're leading Colin out. Um, and as Felix asks for identification from the cop, Paul shows up. And this part was actually pretty uh oh, disturbing to me. This shit was uncomfortable as fuck, bro. It was. He pulled out the gun and and Felix was like, what the fuck are you doing with that? He puts on black leather gloves first, and then he pulled out the gun. And Felix like, oh, you're going to shoot me? And then he literally throws Felix onto the couch and puts the gun to the back of his head. And Felix is like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's screaming it. And then Paul unballs Felix's hand and forces him to put his fingerprints on the gun, including on the trigger, effectively trapping him. And then he's like, you know... You now have your fingerprints on a gun that was used in the murder of a cop, and there's a detective that's right outside the door, so what are we doing? So then Paul calls Sarah up and tells her that Felix will be going to prison unless Sarah turns herself into Rachel. And Sarah, you know, calls Paul a clone whore, like, how many have you fucked now, Paul? And hangs up on him. I'm like, hey, man, at this point, if you fucked one of us, you fucked us all, right? Like, why you keep diving? Um... But Sarah calls that's Art. Be weird, fucking a bunch of clones. That's right, that's like weird. fucking your wife who keeps wearing wigs. Like, <laughs> no, it's like fucking your wife, and your wife has triplets, and you fuck all three of them. That's what it's like. Mm, yeah, I didn't even want to think about that. But looking at them, it's like fucking your wife with a wig on. Like, could you take that blonde wig off, please? <laughs> like, I know it's you. Like, Rachel don't look nothing like the rest of them. She looked different. You just have never seen Sarah in a dress. Uh, no, I haven't seen Sarah. I've seen Kasima in a dress. Yeah, she's skinny. They're all skinny. Sarah tells Art what happened, and and he's and she's like, I, I need to come to your place. It's the only safe spot we got. But unfortunately, Art turned his back on Helena while he was having the conversation with Sarah, and now it's more than enough time for Helena to break the pin off of the fucking can of sardines. Uh, and pork and beans and run up on that nigga like and put the gun to the back of his head like what's the procedure when I got you bitch 
And Art's like, please don't shoot me. And, you know, Helena doesn't. So we go back to the Prolethean Farm where Heinrich uh, cuts open Gracie's lips and she confesses and begs for forgiveness. And Bonnie tells her that she better help them get Helena back or she's going to be the one forced to carry the child. And then literally takes some fucking tweezers and rips the stitches out of Gracie's lips. And if they don't die soon, I don't know what Gracie's thinking about. Because as they're pulling out each one, all I heard was a Kill Bill alarm sound. Uh, Delphine and Kasima sneak into Dr. Leakey's office to steal his stem cells. But this is going to work out to her advantage. Just you wait and see. Just you wait. Just you wait. Kasima tells Delphine that she... Part of it will work out to her advantage. The other part will not. Kasima tells Delphine that she's going to ruin her career as a budding lesbian. Um, and right then Dr. Leakey busts in and is like, you know what? I don't mind you doing this and it's a sign of good faith. I'm going to go ahead and let you get your stem cells. Cause I don't agree with what Rachel's doing. Um, and he tells him about the big dyad secret about the original genome, about how it was destroyed. So now effectively the genome is the clone experiment is an orphan. I like Dr. Leakey. He's just all about the science. Orphan black. Like, it's all blacked out. There's nothing more to give. Information's blacked out, redacted. Orphan black. No. Fine. Because they lost all their history. And Kasim was like, without the original genome, there's no way to figure out all the synthetic sequencing. And they're basically up shit creek without a paddle. And Leakey's like, I want to know if Sarah uncovered anything. And as a gesture of good faith, you can start getting treated with the new stems with the new stem cells and Cal and Kira are having dinner and Kira's just sitting there drawing her ass off all the clones like these are my aunts I can tell them all apart oh somebody's coming Spidey sense (laughs) we didn't see Allison all episode no she's still in rehab oh yeah and next episode episode. Allison and so She she gets she gets a visitor to rehab Oh, yeah, I saw that in the preview. Yep. And so a cop stops by the camper to question Cal, who also, his spidey sense is also tingling. But before the cop can come in and search the vehicle, because Cal gives him a fake ID that says his name is Andrew, and fake registration, which I didn't even know you could pull that shit off. Um, But before the cop can come in and search the vehicle, Kira pops out with a, a gas mask on, and she's like, you burnt dinner. And Cal's like, that just makes it smoky. That adds smokiness to it. And as a chef, I can say, no, it doesn't. So the cop is like, you know what? I'm going to let y'all go ahead and enjoy your dinner. And Cal's like, you're really good at this. Because Kira's the most mature motherfucker in the entire show as far as knowing what to do in times of chaos. She got superpowers. Yeah, and it's something because like she was the one to be like, yeah, someone's coming. Mm-hmm. One time coming. <laughs> oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And she seems to know everything because she in like last episode where um, She didn't know she was gonna get hit by a car. Um no. <laughs> I think I think she knows Well, I didn't uh this is the only part this is the only part where she seems to know something outside of knowing what's going on with the clones. Because remember, last last episode she was like, um, they, she, she was like, I'm worried about mommy, but she has her guardian angel with her. And because she because she had a feeling that Helena was there. Mm-hmm. It's like she knows. So Sarah arrives at Art's place to find him handcuffed and she's literally like you had one fucking job, Art. <laughs> uh Helena's dipped out, of course, but left them another fortune teller riddle machine, um, and it's it's coordinates again. So they go after her. Um, they arrive at the storage locker because Helena got there, opened it up. There was a motorcycle sitting there. She hopped on that shit like she was Batgirl, um, and took off. And Sarah tells Helena that she better not be beginning planning to attack them with an axe. But you know, Art looks at the ground and is like, "Does she like bikes?" And Sarah's like, yeah, I like dags. And um, somehow inside of a dry, inside of a dry storage facility, there's tire prints on the ground 
I didn't understand that, but you know. Anyway. The storage lockers filled with an assortment of creepy props, dismembered doll parts, and photos of nuns with scratched out eyes in a dirty sleeping that bag. That just means she peeled off. Um, you peel off, you know, you no, know, you'll um, leave entire print. As a person who used to do, was in st the storage industry for uh, 11 years, um, those floors are just concrete and they pick up all kinds of dust and all kinds of shit. So all she really had to do was just drive this shit in there. It was probably gonna be some <laughs> sort of <laughs> like, uh, trust me on this. Uh, yeah, and she didn't need to do much for that to be there. Concrete. Sorry. So, um, Art's like, this must be Maggie's locker, and uh, they're looking around at everything. Art does a whole thing where he puts the uh, flashlight into his mouth and holds it there while he looks at a picture like he needs two hands to hold up papers and shit uh, because he has to go flip through the papers. And they find a picture of the Swan Man, a.k.a. Ethan Duncan, who's Rachel's dad, because he's been alive this whole time. And they're like, shouldn't he be 70? And Sarah's like, yeah, I think so. They also, however, before they could pontificate too long on that, they find an empty sniper rifle box and a headless doll wearing a black shift dress. And Sarah's like, she's going to kill Rachel. <laughs> okay. So, Rachel is wearing some fancy lingerie and tells Paul, go get us some of that good shit. Hey, give me some of that cortisone shit, Doc. So... Please. He goes to get the wine, and Helena's spying on them from a, from the building across the street while she's cutting the hair of the doll. So it didn't actually look like Rachel when she took the doll's head off, but somehow Sarah knew. Anyhow, because uh, remember she she those those doll heads were at all of the crime scenes. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, just going for, from for, zero to it's it's Rachel. No, I mean it's kind of like. Well, right now, she doesn't have a reason to go after anyone else. But if she heard about what was happening, it's a doll head is missing. She used the doll heads as a representation of all of the clones that she killed. So she's going after a clone. Which clone would she be going for? Rachel. I mean, it's she's already been to the place, so she knows where the bitch lives. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, it's, it's like it's not it's not fucking rocket science. So, um, Helena is cutting and cutting the hair off and singing to the doll head while Rachel literally... No, she's having a conversation with... She's having a conversation with her about how she wants her hair. <laughs> while Rachel is literally sticking her fingers in Paul's mouth. Oh! Rachel a little freaky. She is. Uh, she she's super fucking weird. Wait till we get wait till we get around later. And while she orders Paul around sexually, Helena's setting up her rifle and preparing to take the shot. Uh, Sarah and Art get out of the car. They're like, she got here quick, and they're like, which which uh, apartment is is Rachel's? And Sarah's like that one. And Art's like, this is a good vantage point for a sniper. And they go up the stairs, I guess, or maybe the elevator. But somehow they stop on the exact floor where Helena would be with a sniper rifle. They went to the floor that was open. How would they know that it was open? Because it seemed like an abandoned building, they could probably trace where she went. Yeah, did she take? Did they take the stairs or the elevator? Mm. Don't know. Because so, that's a lot of floors. Yeah, but, but anyway, she was looking up. Oh, no, she was looking down. She was looking down. I thought she was on the roof initially. Yeah, she was but, looking down on them. You're right. But Sarah and Art catch up to Helena and tell her to stop. And Helena tells Sarah, "Come on up here and take a look at this shit." But Sarah's like. Ah, uh, that's Paul. Fuck that nigga. I don't even care. I fucked him. So, and... You did. You beast fucked him. <laughs> <laughs> the more you say that, the more I realize that movie's awful. So, uh, Sarah's like, awful. I don't care about Paul, especially now this that Rachel's fucking him. And Helena's like, you know what? Sarah's a problem that I'm fixing. But Sarah's like, yo, if you kill Rachel... They're going to get Felix. They're going to keep Felix in jail. He'll get convicted. If you kill her, Felix is never getting out of jail. And Helena's like, Brother Sestra? 
So then Sarah steps right in front of the rifle and begs Helena to stop. And uh, Helena rightly says that Sarah's just using her. But Sarah lies like a motherfucker. I don't care what nobody says. And says she was heartbroken when she shot her. Why? What? So she couldn't explain what she had lost. But Helena survived. And now they're sestras. And that has to count for something, right? So they both cry and walk out of the room arm in arm. Back at the dyad, Cosima's uh, getting her first injection to see how she responds to the stem cells. And Cosima tells Leaky that the clones have a proposition for him, and that proposition is beer. Also, it feels like this the this illness that Cosima has is the same illness that Lucius Lyon had on empire where when they knew the shit was gonna get renewed for a second season all of a sudden that shit got cured in like the last episode <laughs> ever watched the second of empire you're lucky i should make you watch it because i know one of the dudes behind empire is um the dude from um buffy the vampire slayer mm. he played the little nerd dude i can't remember his uh, name uh, right. i don't know it, it got way too ridiculous for me <clears throat> it did quickly i liked a song it was better than empire. power though and I stopped Ooh. watching both. But Just wait. Just you wait. That's on the list, too. What? What's on the list? Power. Oh, my God. Do you want me to quit? I don't care. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily want to watch that again. Power. Um, and by the way, not to get too, I'm not going to get too far off, but they gave that, they gave fucking Tommy his own show. They He's did. He's the worst fucking actor on the show. He's horrible. He's gonna. He's carrying that whole show by himself. That's insanity to me. And the boy didn't the boy get a show too? I forget his name. Ghost's son, uh, whatever the fuck. Yeah. His uh, name. Tariq. And then and then there's a Kanan show also. Mm-hmm. They, hold on, there's three spinoffs for Power. Yes, there's gonna yes. be more because Abel's getting one. Oh yes, the, the one of the creators of Empire is Danny Strong, who played Jonathan on Buffy. He was a little nerd boy that just happened to be around in a lot of episodes until they made him a main character in the worst season of the show. So, Sarah meets up with uh, old man Carrie at the bar and she tells him that Ethan Duncan aka Swan Man is still alive and she wants Felix free before she gives him any more information and Leaky's like if you can find Duncan I'll deal with Rachel and get Kasima the treatment that she needs and Sarah is taken aback as she didn't know Kasima was sick like Kasima has been coughing every fucking time they're on Skype Mm-mm. but she, she usually calls her as soon as the fucking call ends true so Leaky tells her that she has three days to find him, and Sarah tells him that if anything goes wrong, she'll sick Helena on him. And Leaky's like, "That's not a idle threat," and she's like, "No, the fuck it ain't." So yeah. as soon as Sarah leaves, Paul shows up. <laughs> he shows up like fucking Batman. All of a sudden, like, right? Where was she going? <laughs> he shows up like Batman. Give me the information, Leaky. And Leaky's like, all the results could be dangerous about this. And, you know, you should really come to me instead of Rachel. And Paul's like, I might have already fucked her. Paul only has one face. Yes, he does. There's a joker. Why'd you get so many Skittles? <laughs> Uh, so anyway, Sarah and Helena are in the car, and Sarah wants Helena to tell her how to find Duncan. And Helena tells her that they have to go to Cold River, and Sarah's like, the hell is that? And Helena's like, it's a place of screams. And that's the end of the episode. It, instead of a field of dreams, the place of screams? One one of my favorite scenes of the series is next episode during their road trip. Looking forward to it. It's not even a it's not even like a crazy scene. It's just a it's just a weird scene in in yeah. It's it's nice. I like it. Good to know. So 
Brandon, you got anything coming up? Nope. Scar, you got anything coming up? Nah, no Looking forward dog. to the second half of the season. This show, this episode was kind of a buffer episode to me. Wasn't a whole lot going on. But I'm, y'all are starting to turn me on Allison. So I'm looking forward to her next episode. Oh, man, the Allison stuff is going to get real good. Real good. Y'all can leave a review on Spotify. You can leave a review on Podchaser, copy and paste that in the good pods, and copy and paste that into the Apple Podcasts. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can leave uh, a voicemail on 916-633-1537. Uh, you can leave an email at returntooswald at gmail.com. Scar is on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brand is on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B-L-K. I'm Rashani, and the show is RTO Podcasts. Uh, you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the Good Pods app, you can leave a tip in the tip jar. Thank you all so much for listening. We do greatly appreciate you. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. theme music for another one was made by Makai Beats and it's called Heaven. You can contact him on Makai.com which is M-A-K-A-I-H dot com or you can find his beat on the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know by now that you're